Welcome back. We've been on an extended holiday for the last two months, but we're back again, and this week with three episodes. And we're probably going to be doing more episodes per week going forward. In this week's episode, I talked to Tomoko Iwasaka from Indeed in Tokyo, Japan, about how she got into sourcing, sourcing in Asia, and what tools she uses. Welcome to the Sourcing Challenge Show. I'm your host, Mark Lundgren. I started off by asking Tomoko how she got into sourcing. So after graduating from university, I was doing completely different stuff. I was um, in the retail industry doing the mm-hmm. store operations. So basically, I was like a store manager, um, managing the people, managing the budget of the store, or training the people, hire new stuff, those kind of stuff. But after like six, seven years in the retail industry, I decided to move forward with a different career mm-hmm. and um, I when I was doing I was in the little industry what I enjoyed most was um, uh, dealing with people so like training people or the higher staff so I decided to step into the recruiting industry and mm-hmm. luckily, I found a job at the Facebook as um, contractor for the mm-hmm. APAC Sosa. That is the beginning of my career in the recruitment. So yeah. I started uh, Facebook and stayed there for about a year. And I learned the basic of the sourcing. However, um, so there was nobody else in the Sosa <laughs> in the APAC region. So it was also a tough time. And I was always, what should I do as the Sosa? What is the target or the, what is the yeah. KPI? And um, uh, I was lucky enough to work with a very talented people, but at uh, the same time, it wasn't much of the guidance I can get because there's um, no saucer in no. the park. And then after a year, I left the Facebook and I joined the recruitment agency mm-hmm. as the uh, saucer. And yeah. um, I was involved in the tech industry, um, mainly for startup company, finding the bilingual candidates for the company who or launch in Japan or some like big uh, tech company in Japan, like um, of course Amazon or those mm. kind of companies. And I stayed about two years. Then that time, Martin reached out me for the position at the mm-hmm. Expedia. And I was always wanted to go back to in-house uh, yeah. because Motivation is a totally different with agency. It's more about like um, money <laughs> in simple way. But for the uh, in-house, it's more about how to grow the company, how to get more talented people for the company. So I wanted to go back to in-house, and I thought the Expedia was the great chance for me to move on. And uh, also I felt Martin is a very knowledge person. <laughs> and uh, when I was with Facebook, I couldn't get much um, um, learning from the mm-hmm. organization, but with Expedia working with Martin, I think I thought it's gonna be a great chance. So I joined Expedia. And again, it's um, only Sosa in the APAC region. And uh, again, I struggle with uh, 
target or the KPI, and then I experienced um, many organization change and um, uh, focus was to hire the bilingual candidate for the yeah. experience. And as you might already know, Japan is a very unique and a difficult market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially finding them, uh, biting our candidates. Um, in Japan, we only have a few percent of the people who actually can speak English at the mm-hmm. business level. So it's, it was very tough. Uh, but after two years, I, I enjoyed at the Expedia and also I get to work with uh, other recruiter and other market like um, mm-hmm. my main focus was um, Japan however uh, there's a Korea position and also sometimes I work, work with the China recruiter as well so in it's more like APAC not only Japan mm-hmm. so I did gain the uh, experience but uh, after about two years then I got contacted by Indeed and uh, it was from my director Ed and um, he, after hearing about the opportunity first I was kind of hesitant to move forward because I kind of liked Expedia but I thought it's gonna be again great chance and now I landed in the Indeed and uh, there are so many talented sources out there and also now I'm focusing on engineering more technical mm-hmm. side of the hiring. So not only for the uh, APAC, APAC region, or the position is in uh, Tokyo. However, we get to um, get in touch with the candidates outside mm. of Japan and yes. bring them to the Japan. So it's a new challenge for me. And there's a crazy source in the Indeed as well. And uh, in first week at the Indeed, we had a one week training. It was so intense, but it's it's so uh, full of information. I finally I get to do the actual sourcing, so I really <laughs> enjoy working here at the Indeed. So because you had so few well people to learn from, and being the only mm. sourcer in a lot of where where did you go to learn, or what did you read, or who did who did you learn from that like early in your mm. career, both at Facebook and and an agency. Yeah, so when I was with the Facebook, I already had the information about there's a, you know, the uh, Google Chrome extension mm-hmm. that you can get the contact information, those kind of information from the recruiter in India. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess Japan is a little bit uh, behind for those sourcing technology. Mm-hmm. Not much people in here has actually knows about that. even the those Bulletin connector operator. They we most of the people only knows about end or like a quotation. <laughs> That's it. And um, yeah, so first um, there's a recruiter in India who has a knowledge about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to the Expedia, Martin was the one when. I wanted to know about something and mm-hmm. I always ping him to learn about it. And also he shared uh, uh, some docs to like get the information and some like meaning, uh, useful sites to I can learn from. And so yeah. I always learn from the source outside of Japan. <laughs> so that is how I got the information and knowledge about the sourcing. 
Yeah. And tell me about Japan. What, what makes it so hard for, well, especially for, for the people like us from the outside mm. um, to, to source in Japan and to recruit mm. there? So um, first is, um, I guess, how we search the new opportunity is uh, completely different. So if the person think about moving to other company, uh, most of the people, what they will do is going to agency or the register themselves in a local job board. <laughs> and the local job board is very like private. So we cannot hack into those mm-hmm. uh, database so we cannot find those profile. And I guess the user of the LinkedIn is uh, growing right now in uh, Japan as well. However, it's very few still. So it's hard to get to the people who actually consider moving to mm-hmm. new opportunity. It's the one thing, I guess. Yeah. And um, if it's for Japanese company uh, looking for only Japanese speaking, it's, I guess it's going to be much easier if you can just use a local job board. However, for the bilingual candidates, as I mentioned, only few percent of people can actually speak English. Yeah. So it's just so hard. <laughs> and uh, even though um, people are good at uh, writing and reading, it's not mean they can actually speak is um english speaker so again it's gonna be difficult uh yeah to find enough who can actually use the english in the business situation yeah. yeah so how did you go about it how do you kind of make sure you find that very small percentage of people who, mm. who are good for the bilingual roles so i guess uh it's everybody is same but uh don't give up. <laughs> it's just keep <laughs> pushing the people. It's the only way to reach to the person. So when I was with an agency, of course, it's agency. There's not much tool I can use. So I only have a LinkedIn and I have my personal Facebook account. And I have, the, of course, the laptop <laughs> to search <laughs> out there. Um, so they actually don't read the LinkedIn message. So mm-hmm. that means if I find, find a good candidate, then I have to find the other way to contact them. But there's not much like, contact information out there in the web. Yeah. So then I will find a Facebook account and um, I will use my private account to contact them. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was in a uh, stay in the same industry that means my connection in the facebook is also in those uh, digital media mm-hmm. industry so i have the people connection and the people think oh this one person is not like somebody <laughs> crazy so yeah. they will some reply to me so if i keep pushing then i can get the people to reply so it's i only <laughs> Otherwise, I can give to the recruiter who does the Japan market is uh, don't give up. Mm. Yeah, if the timing comes, uh, people will reply. And I guess it's the uh, same for the every market. Mm. It's just that not much people to approach. That means you have to keep 
chasing one person. Yeah. <laughs> and working with Korea and China, I, I I can imagine it's a similar kind of market as well in terms of that. Yes. So Korea, uh, it's a small market and it's similar to Japan. And um, however, um, they use... Especially for the bilingual people, they use LinkedIn much mm. more than Japan. And also they will reply to you. And Japanese, they don't reply. But Korean, <laughs> <laughs> they reply to you. So it's much easier to get them talk to you in Korean market. China, they will reply easily. However, candidate management is tough. So sometimes candidate will disappear in the day of the first interview and you cannot reach them anymore. So it happened and that I, I heard that Chinese are not afraid to changing the jobs. So yeah, so that's why I guess people sometimes disappear and uh, they are just okay with it. So candidate management is difficult. But um, if the opportunity is great, even Chinese candidates, they are very responsible. And right now, I'm reaching to the Chinese candidate at mm-hmm. the Indeed, but they're very responsible for my mm-hmm. message and uh, they will stay in the interview process. <laughs> so it depends on the opportunity. If yeah. they're interested, they will stay. What kind of tools um, like that you've seen in the industry, what... What tools does work in, in Japan and, and maybe Korea and, and things like that? Uh, for the bilingual candidate, I guess LinkedIn became um, num- for myself, it's not the number one tool. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I, so I always write my message in English. Mm-hmm. And if the candidate is replying in English, that means they are not afraid to use the English. So most of the time, I will get it, get to the bilingual candidates, and yeah. um, it's the best way to like assess their English skill as well. And so it's the number one tool for me. And uh, there are other local job boards I've used. When I was with Expedia, it's the paid one and it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. However, you can get the candidate. And, but it's the local job board and everybody is looking for a job. That means your position is not the, their priority. So mm-hmm. it's hard to um, do the candidate management yeah. in those ones. So uh, Japan market, I like LinkedIn the best. And for the Korea, um, so bilingual candidates, again, it's there in the LinkedIn. And there's a local job board as well. And however, uh, they are cheap compared to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> however, uh, those people who register in those uh, local job board, they're usually not good at English. Mm. So. So in Korean market, if the candidates are fighting, our first thing they will do is uh, register in the LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so again, the link, Korea LinkedIn is the best. China, I'm still figuring out. And um, <laughs> yeah, you, but, and, you and everybody else, it's almost that market is like, I know there's yes. a way, but we haven't found it yet. Yeah, so maybe 
in the future, I will find out the China better. But now, only way to contact the Chinese candidate will be um, um, LinkedIn. What does the kind of sourcing market look like in Japan now? Like, obviously, you you like Facebook, you were the only one, and mm. I guess with Expedia it was a similar thing in in the Japan market. Now you're you're in a company that has more sources, but what does mm. the kind of local like is sourcing become a thing in Japan, or is it still very much early days? It's still much early days. So now I we are trying to hire more sourcer in the Japan, and right now, including me, we have uh, four people in Tokyo office, mm. and um, I don't think not that many company has the that size of the sourcing team in their company, and uh, many. Recruiting people think SOSA is more like um, associate level of the mm. recruiter, but it's not. No. We are the very specialized people. It's a different um, talent we have than like, well, I like recruiters, but it's different. And um, so how they see the SOSA is like um, associate recruiter, that means it's hard to get the good, people to onboard as the sourcer. Mm-hmm. Now we are only people who be interested is like an associate recruiter who loves to talk with the candidate, not much of the process. Those people will be <laughs> joining um, indeed, but still it's the early stage. And also I had a chance to get involved in an interview and uh, uh, seeing the people's technique about the um, Sourcing is very basic. So I think I've already mentioned that uh, uh, even the blue land, they only know about and or not. Those like basic one. So yeah, I would love to see that this market in more in mature in near future. Mm-hmm. And uh, also I want to see many talented sosa in the, uh, Japan in the future, but still it's hard to find uh, those experienced sosa in Japan. I don't yeah. think not that many here. Is it, is it partly also because of the way that the market is with, you have to be very patient and keep following up with people to get them to respond, that, mm. that it's more on that kind of research thing and then handing it over? I guess that is the one thing and also um, still for um, Japan market, you have to rely on agency mm. to get the people. So I guess many for um, American or the European companies think about the recruiting organization. Um, I think they will hire the recruiter first and um, dealing with um agency mm. and get the candidates but i guess i see the many companies changing the structure recently and um, i think that amazon changing their um like um approach recently and they are trying to hire more sourcing recruiter mm-hmm. basically they are the sourcer and more going towards the direct recruiting that is the trend in japan so yeah. i guess it will change if the uh, organization wants to do the direct sourcing that direct recruiting then they have to hire more sources yeah. 
in the end. So it will change, but how the market is relying on the agency or the local job board, that is the reason why we don't have much sosa needed here in Japan. Zenmoko, if, uh, if people want to follow you and, and, uh, and see where, like, the things that you're writing and what you're doing, how can they, how can they best do that? So I'm not much active on the, uh, posting anything on LinkedIn. And I, I, so when I was with Expedia, more actively sharing the, about the company, I guess now I'm with Indeed for six months and um, I like to do more of those. And uh, um, also, since there's not much Sosa in Japan, my, like, I would be a, like, number one Sosa in the Japan market. And um, so in the future, I would like to have more knowledge sharing in the market and get the people interested in Indeed and want to people to join Indeed as the Sosa, not the recruiter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm planning to have those challenges in the near future. Oh, it sounds good. Definitely Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And yeah, as you said, getting getting more people in in the industry to see that it's a career and not just a, a beginning of the career that you know, would yeah. help the whole market. Yeah. And um, when I was with, I was working with um, um, Expedia. There is a Sosa in London and she used to be a technical recruiter, but she loved to do more source things. So she switched to the Sosa. And also I see other people here that indeed as well recruited to Sosa or it happened and it's not that you, as you mentioned it's not the beginning of the career it's no, that exactly. specialized position so i want to see the market move to that way in the japan as well absolutely well thank you very much for for having time for me well thank you for having me today and uh, i enjoyed the conversation thank you if you're on the podcast version of this show did you know that we have a youtube channel as well where you can see the actual interview If you want to see that, go to social.sourcingchallenge.com slash show and see all the interviews. And could you also support the show by rating in your favorite podcast player and give us a review.